0: Hello there. My name is Michelle Matthews. And I believe that if you have something to say, you should say it. You shouldn't hold it in for fear of what people might think or how it may be perceived. What you have to say is valid. You have a voice and you should use it. So here's something that I want to share with you before I go. Hello everyone and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Before I Go podcast. Today is September the 21st and we are still recognizing National Recovery Month. If you want to know what that is, go back an episode where I explain it. Now, one of the things that I have learned over the past two months of my own recovery is the importance of replacement. meaning. Replacing the thing that I am recovering from with something else, filling that empty space. That can be tricky because it would be so easy to replace one bad addiction with another one. For example, replacing alcohol with food or shopping or sex would be no bueno. I almost completely fell into the shopping trap, I have to admit. I would tell myself that since I'm not spending hundreds of dollars on wine, I can surely spend it on something else, anything else. I'm learning to stop myself before it gets too out of hand. Like I said, it can be tricky. I don't deprive myself because I don't believe in deprivation, but I stop and ask myself, do you really want this thing? More times than not, the answer is no. Or it can wait, and if it can wait, then I close the laptop before I hit pay now. I have successfully replaced alcohol with two very positive things. One is working on improving my home. And no, this isn't just shopping dressed up in a different way. This is making my environment more peaceful and comfortable to match how I feel after giving up the booze. For example, I reorganized my foyer by repurposing things I already had in the home so I didn't have to spend a cent. I updated my fireplace so it no longer looks like it was put in in the 80s, which it was. I created a meditation room in one of my spare bedrooms, and the one splurge that I'm allowing myself is installing new floors on the first floor of my house. The second activity I use to replace alcohol is meditation in my newly converted meditation room. It was challenging at first to get into meditating, but now I look forward to the daily sessions of just plain stillness. I usually meditate in the evenings after work, but sometimes on the weekend, I'll allow myself a longer session in the morning. During meditation, I find that certain thoughts or phrases will pop into my head, and if it's something that's not useful, I don't fight it. I acknowledge it, and then I let it go. Sometimes the thought or phrase is very useful. This morning, while meditating, the phrase, you are exactly where you should be, hit me like a ton of bricks. You are exactly where you should be. I remember when I was a kid, I couldn't wait until I turned 16 so I could get my driver's license. Then I couldn't wait until I was 21 so I could legally drink alcohol. Then I couldn't wait until I was 25. Then I got married and had a baby and got divorced and got married again and had another baby. And then I was 30 and had a breakdown and fell into a depression. And then I realized that I had wasted my youth wishing I was older wishing I was somewhere else doing something else other than what I was doing in the present moment. My 30s and most of my 40s were not my finest moments. I was fighting depression and angry most of the time. There were some good times, but I struggled to remember them. I had no idea how to embrace the present moment I was always looking to find a way out of the present because I always believed that something better was on the horizon. I could not appreciate what was right in front of me. Does that sound familiar to anyone or was it just me? I think about one of my favorite Bible verses, the verse that actually helped me get through my second divorce and kept me from jumping off a building. It is found in the book of Romans, the eighth chapter, verse 18, and it says, The sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared to the future glory that shall be revealed in us. The sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared to the future glory that shall be revealed in us. And when I first grabbed hold of this verse, I believed it meant to just hold on because things are going to get better. Now, I like to take it a step further in that since I know that things are going to get better, because they always do, embrace the present moment while you wait for those things to get better. It's okay to look forward to the future with hope and anticipation, but not at the expense of the present. Does that make sense? You are exactly where you should be. So don't waste your present trying to chase the future. Look around you. You have so much to be thankful for. The fact that you have a device to listen to me ramble on makes you better off than a significant amount of people. We have to learn to appreciate the right now because whether we like it or not, tomorrow is not promised. And today is all we really have. In less than a month, I will be celebrating my 57th birthday. And I am just so grateful that I'm able to celebrate birthdays and that I actually look forward to them because when I turned 30 I didn't want anyone to even mention my birthday. Now I let everyone know and I celebrate the entire month, all 31 days. The sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared to the future glory that shall be revealed in us. Truer words were never spoken I believe I am walking in that future glory right now, and it will only get better from here. Trust me. Well, that's all I have for today. Thanks again for listening. But before I go, let me share this with you from Eckhart Tolle. Whatever the present moment contains, accept it as if you had chosen it. I'll see you next time.